Hey everyone, welcome back to the Grasping Joy podcast. I'm your host, Kelvin John Bull, and this is a place to discover joy in the modern, everyday world. As as we know, life is full of doubt, uncertainty, faith and questioning, love and hate. And I'm thinking, man, what better way than to grasp joy to help us through it? So we are continuing on from last week uh, from, with neuroscience and joy, and it's so good. I, I, I don't really have words for it because Sonia's just got all, all the facts, all the goodness. So I think I'm just going to let her speak for herself. So without further ado, here is Sonia Smith on neuroscience and joy. Someone who doesn't care about joy and, and that isn't really a part of their life compared to someone like the Dalai Lama who mm-hmm. would that is a massive massive part of their lives where there's a mm-hmm. massive almost difference in perspective and way of living what mm-hmm. would you think what is the difference between these two types of people I guess I think that there is no such thing <laughs> as somebody that is naturally inclined to joy yeah, yeah. okay and I think that when we look at somebody who appears to be naturally joyful, I think that behind that is a lot of intentionality. Yes. Um, yeah. Behind that is a lot of understanding and reflection and, uh-huh. you know, mindfulness and awareness. Um, because I, I don't... Um, there's, there's too many reasons to not be joyful from a, from a like brain perspective. Okay. Um, and I think that to actually fully appreciate uh, Uh, life, to fully enjoy life, to fully be present in life, there has to be some overcoming and actually some undoing of what Mm. feels more natural to us. Mm -hmm. I've read it. I read it somewhere. I don't know where like, uh, joy is a muscle, um, because we're having to work at it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas it's almost like negativity is kind of like the skinny body of the brain and then joy yeah. is like the worked out kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. brain uh, well why would you say it's so easy for the brain to be inclined towards negative emotions or experiences rather than like joyful or happy ones yeah actually there's there's a lots of uh, quite recent research into this about why our brains like attach um, or why our brains are so inclined towards negativity uh-huh. um, and do you know what I think in all of this just want to mm-hmm. preface this by saying yeah we're talking about like average brains not a specific brain of a specific yeah. person who yeah. like you know maybe has their own like as we all do our own life experience and our own um brain chemistry so this is not to like diagnose anything or this is not to like presume Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. but it's it's just to look at what the evidence tells us is happening in general um that our brains have like a template that attaches significance to negative events and that's because like our brains have evolved around you know keeping safe yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and like mm-hmm. and like surviving right yeah, <laughs> so yeah. like we need to find food we need to like find shelter we need to do these things and we usually need to do them quickly and so yes. yeah, yeah. from from most of human existence it's like this short term you know coping <laughs> with mm-hmm. life so that we can endure life um yeah. and actually yeah. when we look at most you know well 
I presume also most of your listeners, like we, we don't want to just survive. (laughs) We don't, we don't Mm -hmm. want to just Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. you know, take over. We actually Mm -hmm. want to thrive in life. And that's, that's an, that's a, we're asking a lot of our brains if we want them to go from switching modes to like just surviving to thriving, we want them to experience really complex things like peace. You know, like, how do you how do you teach your brain to experience peace or to be in a peaceful state and not to yeah. be alert to danger? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of what our brains are designed and capable of doing are massively helpful in our day to day lives. But yeah. actually, when we think about what are real risks to us at the moment, we don't need some of the circuitry that's already there to be able to live our lives. And um, part of what I did at university, what my um, honours project was a concept called neuroplasticity, which is the fact that the brain can change in response to experience. So just like, just like you're saying, Kelvin, like, you know, if we think about a, a muscle in the arm, we know that that muscle will change if we work that arm mm-hmm. um, and it will grow and will adapt. And, you know, if we if we start exercising in a certain way, we can develop muscles in a certain place. But then if we stopped, then those muscles would then become depleted as well. And um, so it's it's similar in our brains. Um, the you know, our 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 learning is not fixed, it is adaptive because our brains are adaptive and mm-hmm. our brains are constantly changing um, to to our experience. So I want to be careful of saying things like what our brains are hardwired to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, instead of thinking about um, things as being hardwired, it's yeah. like what's what is most natural or what mm-hmm. what feels most instinctive. That's like the easy pathway in our brain, yeah. right? That's like the path of least resistance. It's like yeah. this is what I'm doing, you know, the survival mode, the safe mode. Yeah, that is what our brains are really, really good at because they've mm-hmm. had to be. That's what they've adapted to be like. Um, so we but it's totally totally possible to rewire it mm-hmm. totally possible mm-hmm. um so if we if we imagine like we're in a crisis okay yeah. it's important that we have that it's it's called negativity bias okay it's it's okay. like this this um negative negativity bias exists in lots of different scientific uh, fields but when we're talking about neuroscience what we're saying is it's like you know if you are foraging and you pick out like lovely blackberries and you're like that's a great blackberry that's that's the best blackberry i've ever tasted blackberry and then all of a sudden you pick up a blackberry and it wasn't a blackberry it was a beetle right you need to remember that like that is gonna like imprint in your brain don't just pick up random blackberries because they could be beetles okay so now your brain has to like start being like okay every time i pick up a berry i'm gonna have to look at it more carefully Uh because that was a threat that was a threat to you you know you could have got bitten it could have been poisonous blah 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 Uh Uh so we are we are naturally inclined to overlearn from what is bad okay um and that is good (laughs) if Mm. we're thinking about i you know if we're like living in a real crisis or if we're in a war zone or if we're living um in a really extreme situation but if we're yeah. not in that then what happens is that we associate all this negativity with things that are not actually that bad yeah <laughs> um 
and it's like in a one neuroscientist put it like this it says it was a feature at the start of the first launch but now it's a bug right now it's something that we actually want to get out of our machinery Mm -hmm. because we don't need it anymore we don't need that um negativity bias in our in our lives most of us um and so when negative things happen because they matter more okay they matter more if if somebody you know if somebody wrote you uh 10 poems kelvin and nine of them were about how amazing you were you would like that but if the last one was just about every all of your worst features the worst aspects of your personality criticizing everything you've ever done like guess which one you're going to remember yeah because it's it, it, it has consequences negativity has more consequences than like positive things okay uh-huh. um, and so actually to try and like experience more joy we have to try and override that system mm-hmm. and it doesn't then we don't recognize ne- negativity that's it's good to recognize negativity our brain has lots of good warning signs for when bad things are happening or about to happen yeah but there's usually not a need to dwell in those moments. There's usually not a need to like, uh, sure, one yeah. person was saying like to marinate in it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I really I liked. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like absolutely, we need to be aware of negative things that are around us, but yeah. we we need to be able to teach our brains mm-hmm. that we don't need to sit there. We don't need to yeah. stay in that negativity. Yeah. Um, and also like, are what we are demanding of our brains like living in 2021 is a lot (laughs) you know thinking about like all the things that any human has going on like with the technology that they're engaged with with the number of human connections that we have you know, I, you know, it's like, well, what episode of what series am I watching on Netflix? And like, what album am I listening to, like on my uh, my phone? Or what podcast am I listening to? Which one am yeah. I going to listen to next? And yeah. that is like, what's in my fridge? Like, what should I uh-huh. eat next? Let's just, we've got all of these things going on in our minds all the time. Our brains are so busy. Our brains are so, so busy that it really needs a lot of intentionality and work to be able to stop slow down and like do the intentional practices that will lead us to experience more pleasure which leads to more happiness which leads to more joy I was thinking there it's almost like our brain our like we're, we don't choose our brains we're not shopping out for our brains it's almost like we're yeah given a, like a 90s uh, pc yeah computer <laughs> and it's like you know there is some really cool stuff in there. there's a motherboard that we still use there's a yeah yeah, yeah there's totally. fans that we can still use but there's certain stuff that needs to be thrown out and, yes yeah you know uh, like time for, for an upgrade yeah, time for, for an example upgrade. like storage back in the 1970s would be a massive little cube rectangle thing like massive mm-hmm. where right now i'm looking at my storage and it's literally oh like a probably 
like probably two millimeters thick and as mm-hmm, big as mm-hmm. a, a USB stick. So yeah. it's that kind of thing. Like we need, we needing to, we've been given something that's very old and has been evolving over loads of time. But mm-hmm. I think especially with the 21st century, it stuff has went from zero to a hundred, like real quick. Yeah. <laughs> we need to, I think developing joy for me is, is about moving from a place of what is instinctive to what is intentional. So uh-huh. for me, I'm like, okay, I know, and I know what feels natural for me and I can understand that and I can rationalize that mm-hmm. and I can be like, okay, well, the reason that I'm feeling frustrated right now is because, I mean, I don't think that's every time I'm feeling frustrated, Kelvin, yeah, <laughs> because I, like, I, un- yeah. I understand like what's there, that there's stuff going on in my brain. There's stuff going on in the hardware of my brain and the neurotransmitters and the hormones like so when i'm feeling upset i know that there's a chemical basis to it if i'm feeling like uh-huh. whatever i'm feeling i can understand that but yeah. to to become more joyful to like you know to, to grow in that mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. need to also see well what is possible like what is possible about this mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. can what can i harness what can i undo what yeah. would benefit me what would increase my pleasure in this moment what would increase my satisfaction mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and so it's about like transforming <laughs> the way that we uh-huh, think uh-huh. the way that we are our minds work because there's a relationship between the brain and the mind right you yeah, know as the yeah. mind changes the brain changes as the brain changes the mind changes by mind i'm meaning like conscious awareness uh-huh, uh-huh. um that's difficult to pinpoint in our brain until we start using it and then we can see parts of the brain actually change mm-hmm. you know there's part of the part of the brain that um is responsible in part for uh, the feelings of empathy yeah. and you can it, it grows by a measurable amount when mm-hmm. people actually practice empathy yeah. in their lives yeah um and so it, it's not just a case of like these things are just imaginary airy fairy concepts they actually have a basis in neurobiology. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, how how we think, what we are conscious of, what we put our focus on, yeah. changes uh, yeah. our brain, yeah. and yeah. therefore changes us because our brains are the the sort of um, framework for thought and awareness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I guess with with this knowledge you have of this, like. How has it helped you understand a life, or how has it helped you live out your life in a, I guess, more joyful way? For me personally, I find a lot of comfort and peace from understanding the basis from, like, from my uh, experiences in life, whether that be um, relational experiences or spiritual experiences, mm-hmm. knowing that actually these things. Um, you know, if, if I spend some time just speaking encouragements over another person, yeah. or if I spend some time laughing with another person, or if I spend some time in quiet, appreciating like silence or a song or yeah. something, I feel a lot of, um, you know, I, I know how worthwhile those practices are and how positive an effect they have on my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah what we dwell on in our minds changes that network in our brain so i feel like that inspires me to keep on pushing in Uh with the things i know are good um 
and it's that synergy isn't it it's like when once you start doing something it maybe is difficult yeah. but once you once you begin then it um you see the positive effect yeah. in your brain and then you see that that played out in your in your yeah, life yeah. so it becomes becomes a lot easier because uh -huh. i know how good this feels um mm -hmm. so yeah i feel like that's like that level of understanding of how your brain works and again this is not something that i feel like you have to know um yeah. what parts of the brain are active or what neurotransmitters are um operating it's not about knowing that in detail it's about an appreciation that your brain is a part of the body that you um you can grow and mm -hmm. um, you can you should take care of it you know yeah. one neuroscientist used the analogy of like well how many minutes a day do you spend cleaning your teeth <laughs> yeah and that's <laughs> your teeth right <laughs> yeah. like that's yeah, that's yeah. your teeth okay now your teeth are important no disrespect to dentists or hygienists anywhere mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. love mm -hmm. healthy teeth absolutely but most people probably don't spend even that amount of time being intentionally healthy towards their brains or their minds, you know, uh -huh. um, most people don't spend that amount of time in, in silence or, you know, with, uh, you know, like positive affirmations or mm -hmm. being grateful or yeah. extending kindness towards other people in an intentional way. Yeah. So yeah, just, just having that appreciation has really helped me. Yeah. 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 We have one final question. One final question. This has been unbelievably fantastic. This is just for you personally. We don't we don't necessarily need to relate this to neuroscience, but mm -hmm. joy is being present in the moment. So what helps you be present and not taken away by the past or future? Living day to day helps me to feel more joyful. And by that I mean that I try to within a day enjoy the emotion of that day uh, recognize the events of that day i i try to have you know uh, an intentionality about what i'm doing and what i'm feeling mm -hmm. but i try not to too much recall times in the past where it was better i try mm -hmm. not to too much do that because i feel that there's there's enough in every day to be thankful for there's enough in every day to be mm -hmm, mm -hmm. concerned about as well. Yeah. Um, I also try not to look too um, far in, in the future because I feel that that's a, an unknown distraction. So yeah. the past and the, the past and the future are helpful um, when we try and relate the, the relevance of the, of the present. But I think that overall, the thing that helps me to be present in the moment is to have a connection to my emotions in that day. Mm -hmm. So um, if it's if it's a tough day, it's a tough day. That's okay. Yeah. But that was today. Tomorrow could be different. Yeah. And I can actually play a part through intentional, mindful practices to yeah. improve uh, tomorrow. So the, the future is about hope. The future is about having the, a mindset that believes that better is possible and yeah. that you know puts yourself your intentional self in the in that position of the one who can exert some control over that and who has yeah. um you know a role to play the role to play in mm -hmm. making not only your 
state of being as positive as possible, but your contribution to others and yeah. to the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is just there's no there's no other words i can't add to that that is spot on sonia what a conversation it has been an absolute pleasure there's so yeah, much thanks to learn so much here. for having me it's there's been so much to learn there's i'm glad i'm editing this because that means i can actually listen it through really really uh, <laughs> with a sharp mind i'll keep my focus so thank you once again um is there anything you want people to go see uh follow whatever uh my plug for your show kelvin is people can spend some time with themselves that is my plug yeah Uh, and don't be afraid uh of uh, being intentional about your Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. don't be afraid of um don't be afraid of your own brain like it's amazing it's incredible and so my plug yeah. is the human brain. <laughs> Go spend some time with yeah. your own mind and your own Fantastic. brain. Oh, it's amazing. I couldn't ask for a better plug. Awesome. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Sonia. Uh, Thanks so much, Kevin. Matt, I just I love learning about the brain and I love learning about joy. I think there's so much we can take away from this. So I've got nothing else to add. Sonia's did a fantastic job. So thank you again. Next week is our final uh, episode of the interviews and what a journey it's been. And we're ending it on a high note. We have Ben Cooley from Hope for Justice with us and we go on a fantastic, fantastic chat about activism and joy. So before we snip it, let's remember to grasp joy every day together. See ya. In the midst of adversity, choose joy. In the midst of darkness, choose light. In the midst of um, if, if tyranny... I choose to, to fight that with a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Choosing to enjoy the journey. Life is not just meant to be endured, but enjoyed. Mm-hmm.